You're listening to the two dumb users. Say what? Good morning, everybody. Yeah. Welcome. Good morning. This is Tuesday. This is episode 461 of the Two Dumb Yinzers. What's going on this morning, fellas? <clears throat> Mike, are you on? I think he's Man, on. I am ready to go. All right. That's the I one thing about Mike. I, I, I have it muted before because my kid's running around and I always forget to mute it, unmute it. See, that's that's one of the downfalls. Now, you know, yesterday I was talking, I was going on about the, um, you know, about Mike needs to keep continue drinking early in the morning to help him on the show. But the only thing is he keeps forgetting to like turn his microphone on and, uh, you know, he forgets where he's at sometime. But you know what? I, I didn't have a drink today. Oh, jeez. I know. So in five minutes, I'll be screaming and ranting and raving at both of you for no reason. And and, and, and you still forgot to get your mic. <laughs> and I still forgot. that. Well, I have it muted, you know, just, you know, never know what the kid's going to be saying before we get on the air. So, you know, yeah. eh, you know, it is what it is, boys. How you doing this morning, Darby? Good, 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 good. Good, good. Uh, some Monday Night Football last night, guys. Ooh. You know, this is what I'm talking about. This is exactly what I'm talking about. I say, well, you know, all the people that says, yeah, I don't want the Steelers to get in. They're going to get killed. Well, guess what? Last night, the Tennessee Titans, who the Steelers beat. Yes. Beats the the the, the great Miami Dolphins, the team that, with the, the, all the records and Tyreek Hill and the passing and the receiving and the scoring and the 70 points this season in a game and Tennessee wins this football game against Miami. And then also Green Bay, who worked and fought their way into a playoff spot, they lose to the Giants. DeVito. Danny DeVito at quarterback leading the Giants over the that's that's my that's my argument. Why, you know, at this point, if you could get in, get in because whatever is going on in this league, it just might benefit the Steelers if they could in fact get into the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, can you say fraud alert? Uh, Miami Dolphins, right? You know, I don't, like, I don't know what to say. Though, like when the know? Steelers won eleven and zero, everyone's like, "Oh my god, they're just so lucky to win." <laughs> Look at Miami; they have yet to beat a team with a winning record, and then now they lose to uh, the hapless Tennessee Titans. You know who I, they? You know who they would beat that has a winning record, right? Us. They would kill us. <laughs> they yeah, would hey, kill us. But they're not playing us right now, so I don't care. Hey, you know we do I mean? have the Steelers do have the toughest schedule in the NFL. They do. And we are battle tested. We are ready to go. Uh, you know they better get their battle ass battle tested asses ready because if they don't <laughs> win these next four games, they're going to be going home and watching the uh, watching the playoffs with us from the couch. Hey, if they want to come to my house and watch the game with me, that's fine. I'm cool with that. I pick their brains. Tennessee twenty eight, Miami twenty seven, the Giants twenty four, <laughs> Green Bay twenty two. Those to me seem like numbers that uh, would be. Important if you were gambling or maybe, you know, trying to get certain amount of points or win by certain amount of points or, you know, a two point win by the Giants over Green Bay. And again, one point, Tennessee, Miami. I don't follow the whole gambling thing. I don't know what the point spreads are. But to me, again, seems a little a little a little strange. But nonetheless, we are here still here to talk about it every day. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if there's any ref drama in this game or not. But now anytime it seems like there's a close call. People want to say the officials are now, you know, they're 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 
dictating the outcome of the game. Can you blame people for, for being a little suspicious, though, at this point? Uh, no, but at the same time, though, too, these will be the same people that will bitch if the penalty is not called. And the call goes the other way to where, yeah. how, you know. Speaking of penalty called and not called, you know, I, keep, I, keep, I just won't go away with this Kansas City game. Jeez, oh, man. <laughs> you know, I heard a Kansas City fan on, on satellite radio yesterday, and he's going on about this. And he says, you know, well, why why did they have to call this penalty? This could have been one of the greatest plays in NFL history. Why did they have to call this penalty? Every game, they let penalties go. Meanwhile, every game, they get let go to the Chiefs. The Chiefs are the team that yes. – that, that, that this take you know that this benefits the most yeah the one time one time you get to call against you which yeah. again you couldn't get any more obvious you know of course we all saw the pictures we've seen the pictures yeah. you seen and the guy. flag was thrown before the play happened so and the guy's looking directly at the, he's looking back at the ball for crying yeah. out loud like I, I saw a comment someone's like he was so far offside he was the mike linebacker he was the mike linebacker he was and like the best part is like i was listening to another podcaster like Two years ago, they called this penalty once. Last year, they called it twice. This year, it became a point of emphasis. They've called it 11 times. So you know it's in the rule book. You know it's there. Andy Reid even said, yeah, we were offsides. We're going mean, to talk to Kadarius Tony. Mahomes came out. He's apologized for behavior and said, yeah, we were offsides. It's, now it's the fans that won't let it go. Do you got to be to, not, to yeah. not acknowledge that this was a penalty? I, yeah. I don't, it yeah, isn't like, about it happening once, two years ago, twice. It's yeah. like seriously uh, common sense. Penalty. Football 101. If you know anything, yeah. that guy is offsides. And and guess what? The referee's gonna throw the flag. Yeah. How what a dumb argument. And it, you know, it's just because the Chiefs lost. They lost a big mm-hmm. game and they fell. They're they're you know, barely, barely one of the top few seeds right now in the AFC. They're upset. They're um, mm-hmm. you know, it's getting blown out of proportion, especially with these fans, because again, since Mahomes the Mahomes era began, the fans you know they they've become accustomed to getting these kind of calls yeah having them go their way having things not get called and uh you know it's it's gonna be a pain in the ass for a while yeah they, they, they try being a Steeler fan or like a carolina panther fan when um you know when we had big ben and they had uh cam newton two quarterbacks that never got rough in the passing calls those quarterbacks that get beat up now you have the you have the face of the league where you know you breathe on them it's a penalty you know, unbelievable. To, you want to call about talk about ticky tacky penalties? Guess what? Your Super Bowl last year would be taken away on a ticky tacky penalty. You would not have won then. You would have lost that Super Bowl. So you can't have it both ways. Mike, I, I have to locate my phone. Go ahead and uh, carry things for just a moment. Yeah. And so back to back to that Miami Dolphins team. Everyone, you know, wants to talk about how great they are, but once again, you know. I'm going to bring up the fact that when the Steelers were 11 and 0, people were calling them frauds and they fell off and they were right. Look at Miami Derpy. They haven't beaten anyone. Is this, are they a legit contender or are they just a good team that can beat up on bad teams? Uh, That's the second option. Yeah. I'm saying they are the, the team that just is just going to beat up on the bad teams inside the NFL. They, they have no, I just don't think they have it. You know, they they they've shown so far they can't beat the good teams. They're losing in crunch time. I, I think they're a fraud. I think they're going to get bounced in the first round if they play a good team. Now, if they end up playing someone like Pittsburgh or I, I almost said Cleveland, but the way the Browns are playing, 
I think they're a team to look out for. They might be the team on the rise with the way Joe Flacco, if he can keep playing the way he's playing. And as I said, for the same reason that the Steelers, if they could, you know, land in the playoffs, as bizarre as this season has been, couldn't you see that that Cleveland team with that defense being yeah. the team that possibly pull this off and go all the way? And as crazy yeah, as it is, team. if anything, if anything says that things are goofy in the league, it, it would be the Browns winning the Super Bowl. Uh, you know what? Can we I all would, agree on that? Yeah, that would be the wildest thing. And I don't know if Derpy would be able to live with that. Oh, jeez. His oh, home man. life would be, I'd feel bad for Derpy. Derpy would be moving in with you. What are you talking no, about? Uh, nope. nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Derpy but would be I, at the door with the suitcases. I tell you what, though, I would I would be along for the ride for that Brown Super Bowl. I would watch it. I would watch every single game of that. Because well, you're I, a Browns fan. No, I'm not. I hate You're Browns, a weird but, Browns fan. You're this guy. You are, in a way. Come I'm, on. Well, I, I did live in Listen, you no, be, I lived uh, in Sandusky for five years, and that's all I heard was the Browns, the Browns, the Browns, and I it was, I had to fight back every day. I I stood on the front lines of the Steelers Brown War, defending the honor of the Pittsburgh Steelers. But I know you. you, you but I'm a troll. I'm a troll. You are a troll. So if you're in Cleveland, if you're in Cleveland, you're a Pittsburgh fan. But if you're around a bunch of Pittsburgh fans, you're going to defend Cleveland. And if you're in no, I'm not San Diego, no. you're gonna you're gonna hate the the Chargers, but you're gonna love the I. This is what you do. I, I can only yeah. imagine how those five years in uh, in Sandusky went. And no wonder oh, you're no, not allowed would, back in Sandusky. No, I mean, they, they kicked the, you out. No, I, I would laugh at all the Ohio people when Ohio State would play when they go, oh, hey, oh, I'm like, oh, yeah, you can spell. They're like, let's go brownies. I'm like, brownies, you guys are, you're, you're named after a cupcake. Okay, you get the, that's why you guys Brownies. suck. Yeah, I know, right? Now I'm hungry. But I no, I would, I would enjoy the ride of that just because you know it would piss the Steeler, us Steeler fans off, and I, I it make me laugh. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I must said the Yinzer Steeler fans, like the hardcore Yinzers, not the not the intelligent Steeler fans, like us and our listeners. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, like, a mild Garrett jersey might sneak into the rotation back here at some point. I'm just saying. I think it would uh, be funny. There's a load of problems on this Pittsburgh Steeler team right now. <laughs> a yeah. load. And, and that's being nice. That's being generous. Mm-hmm. Let me start with this because I the, 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 what I want to get into, I'm going to do next. Yeah. But I do want to cover real quick, of course, TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith are both in concussion protocol. Uh, the Steelers could be without both of these guys on uh, Saturday when they play the Colts. That's not a good thing. Um, what could it possibly be next with this team, Mike? I, I mean, you know, right now we're obviously we got we got a big issue. Um, Stephen A. Smith and Ryan Clark go on to say that this whole this is all Mike Tomlin's fault. Uh, he lost <laughs> his team again. And somebody even used the example of when we had a San Francisco 49er type team with Antonio Brown, I guess mirroring <laughs> Debo Samuel and uh, Le'Veon Bell mirroring Le'Veon Bell. We uh, managed to, to to lose the team at that point as well. Ryan Shazier on defense. We had a pretty nice team. No two ways about it. Um, to, to it's me, been that way since the Killer Bees era, so I don't want to hear that. I'm crap. sorry. Like, Ryan Clark is the biggest – uh, he never finds a way to not attack the Steelers. He always does. Ever since he's but become a is member, a Steeler fan. And, but and, no, uh, I'm talking about like Ryan Clark. Ever since he became a member of the media, he's gone out of his way to criticize the Steelers in any way he can to show wrong, that he Mike. to show that he's not a homer. I don't know. They're acting like 
do any of these guys know anyone in the locker room right now? The no. only holdover is Cam. And if they yeah. lost the Steeler way, wouldn't he be the lone holdover to keep that Steeler way? That would be an indictment of him to, to keep that locker room in check because the players run the locker room. That's true of every sport, every level. But ultimately, like, the, the locker room is has, the locker room. Has control of the team. The coach is the leader. The coach is is, is the face. He's the guy. And it seems yeah. to, you know, to, to not only. And how these... come, like, they're winning games? They're seven and six sitting at the sixth seed in the playoffs. I don't know how yeah. you lost the team. Well, losing the two straight, uh, two win teams is the first time in, in NFL history that this has ever been done. Hey, it's history there, making. There are some things that indicate <laughs> that this may be the case. I don't know if I disagree with them. And I, and I, and the thing is, I'm not going to point uh, fingers at them. I'm going to look at what they said and, and I'm going to say, you know what? we do lose this team quite often. There were situations where I remember when that, that team was together and I thought, why is this team not just dominating? We have all the pieces in place. <clears throat> Again, something is, something is wrong here. Something is really wrong with this football the Steelers team. As players come, as players go, it seems to be the same results by the same football team. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Couple big uh, things that happened over the past couple of days. They didn't happen over the past couple of days. People are talking about these things. Tomlin on uh, George Pickens' sideline behavior. Pickens, uh, J- Tomlin says he admits George Pickens' attitude is a problem. Frustrations have mounted with Pickett. Pickens, I'm sorry, I rate on the sideline multiple times over the season. He also goes on to say it is quote unquote a problem. And Antonio Brown, yes, even even the level head of Antonio Brown comes in to try to save the day here for the Steelers. He gives George Pickens some advice. Oh God. He says, Oh God. This this is Antonio Brown mm-hmm. to George Pickens. You can't come to the game and just be emotional about the ball. You've got to control that frustration. You don't want the quarterback to get stressed out by you. That was actually sound advice. That is very, that good, was very advice. good advice. This, this is like, what I was expecting. This is like the first six years in the uh First six years in the league, A.B. talking, not the last half of his career, A.B. talking. That was like a mature response from A.B. Not pushed. Very surprising. Very surprising. And like, well, and like, um, was it last week or two weeks ago um, on one of George's outbursts, Deontay Johnson was talking to the media. He's like, you know, I'm trying to do my best talking to him too, to say, hey, keep it together. We need you because if you start losing in your mind, you're getting frustrated, and when the ball comes to you, you're not ready. You're not going to be ready there to help the team and make the play, and that's going to make you even more mad and snowball. So two people offering sound advice that you would not think that it would be coming from those two guys. It's just – it. Mm, mm. Like Tomlin hopes Steelers understand the urgency at hand after back-to-back losses to two-win teams. He hopes – they understand. They better understand. I don't know what else you could do in a locker room to try to get this team together, to pull the team together at this point. I just don't know. It's, it's like if, it's, if yeah, because if they're not, if you're giving them the message of you know, hey, you you win or you know we're screwed. And what are these? Are these? Are these? You know, you know what? Are these these mighty make you hope? You hope that they understand. They're grown adults who like hopefully are paying attention. If not, my God, they. That I mean, I could, I could see that message when we were kids playing on the midgets team. You know, the coach hopes that our heads are in the right place because, you know, we're 13-year-old kids. What's the problem? I mean, you know, why, why, why? What's the, pro- Mike, what's the resolve to this? Because there's obviously a problem. Yeah, either 
some of these players just aren't the type of players that we thought they would be. They, you know, aren't, they don't have that type of personality that you thought they had would have, or the coach coach's message has gone stale. It's one of the two or a combat. I think it's a combination of, I do too. of both. And you know, I'm not blaming Tomlin for everything and I'm not absolving blame of him, but you know, at some point players do have to hold responsibility for their own actions out there on the field. I mean, every yep. team seems to be fine except for Mike Tomlin's team. Uh, <laughs> yeah, know, every, I'm sure you can go throughout the league and find teams that have well, absolutely, problems. But you, you know, but we cover the Steelers. You know, we cover the Steelers day in, day out. So it's easy for us to find the problems. But here. Where's all the Where's all the, the the locker room drama that you know? I mean, this has become a thing in Pittsburgh. Well, it's, it's and people, the really you know, locker room they widely drama, outside of Pittsburgh <laughs> talk about this about how Pittsburgh. You know, it's just one thing after another on this team, and it's been a problem. You look all the way back to the Bell Brown days. You know, again, this is this is a widely observed. Uh, observation that, that you know we have a difficult time keeping our locker room together i'm hearing but all i'm hearing is from people outside the locker room saying this that aren't even there day in and day out well, i think saying, it's it's transparent a is like, not there you, wouldn't you agree that, yeah. that this is probably the case i i, I can't like, find anything that says otherwise i don't know how that like the locker room has been lost i i don't see it they're going out there they're they're playing maybe this seems just not good but i just find the it running weird back that, doesn't believe in the quarterback the uh, the 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 coach does it is, 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 is right here. It says right here in quote. He says, um, "Tomlin on GP, it's a problem." In quote. Yeah. I mean, th- these are you know again, this is just happening over and over. Why don't we focus on putting good football on on the field and, and winning football games again, like we did in the past? That's because the old GM saddled this team with some bad okay, players old and GM, bad personnel. Whatever. It's a, so, so what we're That's saying just, is, no, I'm not. No, no, we're, I'm, we're losing I, because of the old GM is what you're no, saying. Like the roster construction needs a total overhaul, and probably the coaching staff too. Yeah. So when you have, you know, the problems on both ends, it's. You know? Oh, it's a big problem. Oh, it's There's a big no problem. Oh, yeah. I'm not like, blaming I'm not, one I'm not, or the other. I'm not saying it isn't. I'm, you know, saying I'm like, not blaming one side or the other. I'm saying we have a big problem and it needs addressed. Like we have pro- coaching and player problems, and they both need addressed. And I think I have the the uh, well. Let me. Uh, let, I, I think I have the answer to the problems. I think we can fix the problem. You want to? You know what? Derpy needs to go out there and high five people. Is what we need to have happen. I know he. The guy that he high five. I want the TJ Watt tattoo. <laughs> the, the the person that Derpy high fived in preseason is literally probably the only Steeler that I, that I feel was worth anything this season, um, with the exception of maybe a couple other guys. But yeah, if Derpy, if you could get out here and you know just go and touch these guys in some capacity, that seemed to work for Jalen Warren. <laughs> you might want to rephrase that. I or mean, hey, whatever Derpy, take one for the team. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, but I do have the answer, guys. You want me to you tell you how we could? I, I can tell you we can fix the problem today. Today. And, oh, and, and, I think I know. I think I know the answer. And this, this is doable, one hundred percent doable, and we can solve the problem right I'm now. Ready. I'm ready to hear this, Derpy. Right now, do you, do you believe me? Yes. I literally have the answer. I want to hear this, <laughs> and you know what it is. I think I know what it is, Joe Flacco reverted back to the practice squad once again between these two games where now he is available to be signed by any team in the league ATM. I don't care if he's Flacco. I don't care if he was a Raven. I don't care if he's been on the couch for for, for three years. Joe Flacco, guys, can fix the problem right now. Joe Flacco is a touchdown pass away from tying Kenny Pickett's season total Flacco's played seven quarters this season. Flacco has 
two games with 250 yards and two touchdowns over the past two weeks. The Steelers' offense haven't done that since Ben Roethlisberger retired. If you want to win some football games, put your hand in the waiver, uh, grab Joe Flacco, pull him out. He was sitting on his ass until two weeks ago. Guess what? He's came back and he's played better than anything that we've had for three seasons. At this point, I don't care. Get Joe Flacco, bring him in, give him a little deal, give him a little bit of money. He's going to learn. He, he Listen, this guy's a pro. He was a Super Bowl MVP. He learned. He knows how to He knows how to read defenses. He knows how to, to read coverage. You bring him in, I guarantee this team improves. I guarantee this team is one of those teams that get into the playoffs at the end because if you watch him play in those Cleveland games, he knows what he's doing. Has he, know, has he known Cleveland's playbook policy? No. He came to town two weeks ago. And he's playing yeah. out of his mind, playing yeah. just as good or better than most quarterbacks in the league. If the Steelers were smart, tuck your tuck your pride between your legs. Go grab this guy, put him under center because you want to win football games. If not, are you really trying? Like, who would have thought? Like Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. After what we saw from him last year, I mean, not even a phone call to this guy. Call him. Say, listen, dude. I'll take you right now. We'll give you. A, we'll give you a contract. We'll give you some money. We're not they even going to send you back and forth to the practice squad. <laughs> All they here. have to do is claim him on the practice squad. I R Kenny because it's looking like he won't be back anyway this year, and then boom, uh, he's on Kenny. your roster. Kenny's on a four-week injury with five weeks left in the season. Forget, Kenny. yeah, that's what I'm Kenny. saying. No, that's what I'm saying. You I R, you put you put him on the I R. That way, that frees up the roster spot. Go get for Joe guy. Flacco. I, you know what, Omar Khan, you're so smart and so brilliant. You make great moves along the way. Go bring Joe Flacco. You know what? Pittsburgh fans will forget how bad that, that, that they hated that retard when he was in Baltimore because he's going to come <laughs> here and he's going to pass better than he had than, than any quarterback has in three seasons here because that's what he just did with a terrible Cleveland Brown offense over the past two weeks, which he didn't know anything about the offense two weeks ago. Come on. You're, you're brilliant, Con. Make the phone call. I, I would love to. Love, love to see it happen. If he but... came here and won the four next games, got into the playoffs, won a playoff game, do you think, anybody, next to do you think anybody would care that Joe Flacco was wearing black and gold? No. I don't think so. I don't no. Know. no one would care. The Joe like, should be there. The memes would be there. People would have their the things to say, but you know what? When we're winning football games because this guy's putting up over 10 yards and two touchdowns a game, we'll, we'll all be smiling, believe me, like 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 the butcher's dog, like on the uh, the hockey games, right? Yeah, like Mike Lang smiling like a butcher's dog, baby. But, yeah, I would – you know what? I hate to say it, but I think you might be right. I think you might be onto something. I hate to give you credit. Like we can fix this. We, you can yeah. fix this season right now. Make the phone call. It's it's damn near not even long distance it's to Cleveland. Call the guy. Come on. I I wouldn't be opposed to it, but my God, I would be. Yeah, it would improve the offense easily. Easily. I, I think that. My God, that would because he would get the ball. The way he's playing, he would get the ball to George. He would get the ball to Muth. He'd get the ball to Deontay. He'd get, get the ball to the, Calvin Austin. And we could we could leave all the stuff behind where you know Mitch, uh, you know, he had an chance to play. Well, guess what? This guy hasn't played all season. This, guy's not, yeah. this guy doesn't Mitch doesn't know the the, the, the recovers. This guy hasn't been on this guy will come in and yeah. immediately improve this football team. It just all depends how bad this organization yeah. wants to win. I think they're still stubborn and they want to win their way. That ain't gonna happen. I can tell yeah. you that. Yeah, and I, I bet I uh because the way they've done the practice squad signing players this year, elevating players, and they they've played okay for what they are. You know, Trenton Thompson played pretty well. Um, Michael Walker's been steady. 
why not? Why not go and steal Joe Flacco off of someone else's practice squad? We we've done it before. We'd stolen players off the practice squad. We did that last year with what uh, Montrevious Adams. We stole him off the practice squad, and he played well for that stretch. And now he's become a serviceable member. Why not do it now? Who cares? Because it's a quarterback position, and you don't want to, you know, upset your quarterback room. Guess what? Oh well, fuck him because your quarterback room has been playing well this year, and like you said, that he's about to surpass what Kenny's touchdown production this year. He's probably going to pass the teams. seven quarters. He's going to like Kenny has what six? Mitch has what two? Maybe three touchdowns. Flacco's going to pass them by the end of the year. He might lap them With by the end of the year. Games left. You're right. He might lap them. He might lap them. And here's the thing. This guy's not stupid. He looks like a dope, but he played for the Jets. He's learned that playbook. He played for the Ravens. He learned that playbook. He played for the Browns. He learned that playbook. This guy, come on. This is our yeah. best option at this point. And as I said, you know, how bad does this organization want to yeah. win? That's the question. It, they want to win their way, though. I think even the owner is still stuck that way. We're going to win the Steeler way. We're going to win with the guys we have now. Unless, no, we're know. not. You know, you, thing, but, you know, know that's dumb, their philosophy. That like, we're going to win with that they think that way. I know. Because I, anybody I, with a half an ounce of a brain sees yeah. it. That's not going to happen. No. We're not going to win with what we have. Mitch Trubisky still looks like he doesn't know what he's doing after 10 seasons in the league yeah. or however long it's been. Yep. Joe Flacco will come in and be an immediate fix. He will you know be what? The, if, if, if we don't like him here in Pittsburgh, then let's can him next year and draft somebody. Yeah. I, I think like it's stupid. It, it, to let the Browns keep this guy. He's our competition. He's our direct competition. Yeah, you got to steal him. Grab him now while, yeah. while he's sleeping. Yeah. Claim him today so he can't play next week. Yep. You know, screw them over. And who cares if you don't play him this week? Oh, well. Oh, well. Shut Kenny down for the year. Just tell him, hey, you're done. You won't be back anyone until the last game of the year. At that point, it's a moot thing because we probably won't make the playoffs. So, hell yeah. Throw everything at the wall. See what sticks. If Flacco doesn't work out, guess what? You move along and you lo- if you lose out, guess what? You have a better draft pick to where reevaluate the quarterbacks in this one. Maybe, yeah. maybe Omar Khan's scouting staff is different than Kevin Colbert's scouting staff was, who thought Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett might be the guys. They might and it's looking like they might not be those guys. Let me tell you something. Take a look about- in this draft. And if you think you there is someone the there is, go get their scouting staff. <laughs> we know what the fuck we're talking about. And if you listen to us, you're going to win football games and you just exactly. might win playoffs. And you just might win games in the playoffs. Yeah. Then, or, you know, or is like, is Omar Khan being told not to go look for Joe Flacco? Or is he, or did he was told to and said no? Or that's what I want to know. Because why, why did we drop the ball right there on a division rival? This is a division rival. I can understand if he's out in Arizona doing this. It wouldn't bother me that Mike, much, but he's right him. next door. He's right up north. On the it's team, on our from heels. the team that's one head, they're one game ahead, ahead of, of us. you. Yeah, yeah. If he was sitting out in the AFC or the NFC somewhere, I would like, yeah, but like, uh, but like you said, he is in our division. We are in a playoff battle with this team. Let them try to figure out how to win without with what him. they have. Yeah. Let them try to figure out how to win with a uh, DTR. Let them try to figure out with. Mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you, this guy has shown because, in the past two weeks. Yeah. Even again, you know, if he's not in the greatest shape of his life, he's not. He's shown me enough over the past two weeks to to he does he he knows enough about football. Mm-hmm. He's a veteran. He's a smart guy in that sense. I, you know, come on. Like, uh, and as and, I said, the, it, it'll save face. It, it, you know, with the, the the coaching staff, the owners. You know, it'll be like it looked like a stroke of genius. Yeah. If we get to the AFC Championship game after the season that we had and the start that we had, these guys will be praised for the moves that they mm-hmm. make. Do it, and because if you fail, guess what? 
people will respect you more and understand more and give you a chance again because, hey, you won out and you were aggressive and you tried to improve the team at the at the home stretch and it didn't work out. Why do you think Jim Rutherford was never afraid to trade draft picks for the Penguins to try and win Stanley Cups? Because they tried. Did they win all the time? No, but guess what? They tried and, and that's people understand and respect that. That's what we need to do here. You know, the trade deadline's over. Scour that waiver wire, scour that practice squad, and pluck this guy. You know, and and and, and you you have and then the ball's in your court. Yeah, the season comes to an end, or you, claim him and sit him on the bench to screw over right. your division rival. That's what I'm saying. That's a bring, win-win. It's a win-win situation. It's not just about bringing Flacco to the Steelers. Look at all the other variables that go into this. All the other things, Mike, that play into making a move like this. It's bold. It's it's it'll finally have people talking positive about this this football Steeler team. Maybe in this team could gain a little confidence back. Uh huh. Uh, you know, right now it's not going to be Mitch. Right now it's not going to be Kenny. You know what? If we want to continue to go the way that this is going and let this just fall off the tracks, continue to do what you're doing. Otherwise, yeah. be a be be that bold GM. Yeah. Be that bold. Be the bold owner to order your GM to do it. Yes. Like my. And I, we need something like this because our defense, our defense is starting to let up. They're starting well, they're, to, they're, they're starting they're, to they're crack. Worn. I mean, they're, they're they held out the attrition they from all these injuries. Yeah, for, for thirteen games. I mean, you yeah. can't possibly you need, they depend to, on your defense yeah. if you're not doing anything on yeah. offense. The good teams like the Ravens and the and the Bears of the past and Tampa Bay. There was some kind of an offense there yeah. to where it wasn't constantly defense had to win every single game. You can't yeah. do that to your defense without them them no, wearing. Like even our teams were like that. Like when we had Ben Bell, AB, the offense most of the time carried the load. The defense was able to like I don't want to say slack off, but if they had a down game, guess what? The we had the offensive firepower to do it. Now we don't get someone like Flacco. We're not going to start all of a sudden scoring scoring thirty five points a game. But guess what? we might be scoring 25, 26 points a game. That's enough for this defense now because all the injuries they're battling. Let me ask you this. Now, I just want to off the stop, up the off the top say <laughs> that Flacco is no Peyton Manning, but yes. let me put it into perspective. You think the people from Denver cared that the you know the, this uh quarterback who was did all these great things in Indianapolis came to their city and helped them win? No, people in Denver didn't care. They went to the no. Super Bowl and they won a Super Bowl and they Hell loved yeah. it. Yeah, like, like, like I've always said, I don't care. The names on the backs of these jerseys don't matter to me. It's the name on the front and that team winning. I don't care who's playing for my team. I just want to win. And if it happens to be Joe Flacco, so be it. And they could just rip the back the the, the nameplate right off of Dobbs's jersey, and I'm sure that's still laying around. Give him his old number five back, and everybody's happy. <laughs> and we're and we're good to go. Let's go out there, grip it, rip it, man. Yeah. So what do you think? Now you got me all fired up. Well, it's not going to happen. I wouldn't get too fired up. I know, but now I now I'm thinking what it I, should happen. What Georgia, I think what is that the league is about. Well, the initial is just winning Super Bowls. That that at the end of the day, it's about winning Super Bowls and doing it at all costs uh, to win those Super Bowls. So, I agree with everything was, that was just said about take. Uh, Take a look at Flacco, and if it doesn't turn out, well, we can get a better pick. What what could hurt? What can the move? What could hurt? hurt at this point? Right, and he's not flying off the shelf. It isn't like there's thirty other teams going after this guy. We're we're in a prime position. Yeah, to snatch him up and and uh, 
And as I said, you're going to you're going to stick it to your your rival. You're going to stick it to the guy that was wiping their asses with your terrible towel. You're going to stick it to this team that just believe they won the Super Bowl because they they beat us by a couple points. You know, stick it to these guys. They're one game ahead of us. This is, you know, again, if I'm a GM, I'm thinking of ways every day to try to win and make things better. Mm-hmm. This is going to help the situation immensely by again sticking it to the team who who could who's going to need him because look, he's doing. I mean, what what did he put up the other day, guys? 30, 31 points and a thirty-one to twenty-seven win over yeah. Jacksonville. Well, for one, we lost to Jacksonville. For two, we scored ten points against Jacksonville. Um, so, and that was with what we're going with plan a, that was when we still had a a healthy QB one. Now, you know, we're, we're in this limbo of of suck. What can it hurt to bring this guy in again? Let's just say it continues to suck. Let's just say we go through the rest of the season and we suck, you know, the end of the year, can the guy let's move on and figure out what it is we have to do. But at this point, you know, I, I can't imagine that we would go backwards any, if we made this move. No, uh, no. Because uh-uh, like, what's the worst that happens? We lose out. We're on that trajectory anyway. <laughs> I, I I can't imagine that that's not going to happen. I'm I'm looking at these teams on the road again. Cincinnati's the only team we play at home, and they're playing out of their minds right now with this this Browning. Yeah. Um. You know, Indianapolis on the road, Seattle on the road, Baltimore. This isn't going to be no easy path. But if you have a veteran back there, who knows what he's looking at when he looks yeah. across the. You know these the other guys. A Super Bowl MVP. Super Bowl MVP. These guys don't even look like they know what they're looking at when they when they no, when they, uh-uh. they they're back in shotgun and they're looking. I'm thinking, do you even know who the mic is? Do you even know what's going on? But Flacco is a player that does. He's very very informed in this league, and again, he's battle tested. And uh, yeah, I, I don't want to go. I'll I don't take him. Go, yeah. You know, it, it. What what's the like you said, man? What's the worst that could happen? And you know what? If we all go back in 10 years from now and say, we all laugh about it. Let's just say, <laughs> remember when we brought right? Joe remember Flacco? Remember when we said, let's go yeah. get Joe Flacco? Well, you know what? We're also going to be 10 years from now going, remember we couldn't make the playoffs for eight years? Remember we couldn't do that or whatever? Yeah. Uh, you know, so yeah. come on. Come on, guys. Make the move. We know the answers here, of course. You know that. Everybody knows we know what's going on here. The two dummy injures know what is up. That's right. The name is awfully deceptive. It is. That's the joke. That's the joke. Once you get the joke, that's you know. Then you're, yeah. Once then you you're realize good. the joke is, we call ourselves dumb because we actually know what we're talking about. Anybody get see in on the joke? This meme with um Patrick Mahomes when he had his when he had the, they put the Karen hair on him. No, <laughs> I've seen that. <laughs> that is great. That is great. He's out there throwing his fit and you know being entitled, and and somebody put a uh, you know the the Karen. Once over, and then you know the short, you know how the the Karen haircut yeah. is. Tom Brady was the original Karen. Tom Brady was a Karen, but uh, you know that man. If you would, if he goes every minute with the crying, if you go back and watch this game, and watch him freaking out and crying over a penalty, it was obviously the thing was if it was controversial, yeah, it would be a whole different story. But the 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 penalty was as obvious as can be. You can't get any more obvious than the guy looking back at the football while he's lined up on the line of scrimmage. I love it. I love the it. way that they went on every minute with the, the the Chiefs and especially, 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 Pat, or um, yeah, Patrick Mahomes. Pretty funny. Pretty funny to see him with that uh, haircut. I like it. I like it. He oh, Pat, what are you doing? You're better than that. That's what I thought, dude. That's oh, yeah. what I thought. I'm watching. That's that's exactly what I thought. I thought. Dude, I was like, come on, dude. You're better than that. But I, I, you know, he did. He did come out. I think he came out and apologized and said he shouldn't have done that. And, Apologize. He apologized to Josh Allen. 
you know, for blowing him off at the handshake and saying what he said. So at least he owns, uh, at least he owned up to it. He admitted, you know, he recognized it, but come on, Pat, don't do that again. You know, when people, you know, when people are friends or people hang out a lot, or they're married or they're in a relationship you start to you know uh <laughs> he channeled you start, his wife is what well, you're you saying? start to adopt the, the the personality of your of your other you know your significant other or your friend and i can just imagine that chick that's how she acts and just you know around the house with the emotions and being crazy because that's what you see when she's in public can you imagine that chick in private when she's mad or when, when there's a, you know something going on that's what i picture her crying and running around and hair sticking straight out and that's what i picture you just like to picture her, don't you? I do. I like her. I don't get me wrong. I mean, she's the nut. I like her. You like you like the crazies. I do like the crazies. Uh, Dallas Cowboys <laughs> kicker the other night, guys, in that big game against Philadelphia. Brandon Aubrey. He's the he became the first kicker in NFL history that night to make two field goals for fifty nine yards Ooh. plus in the same game. I tell you what, there's some kickers in this league. I'm, I'm watching some of these. I, I can't think of who it was the other night. Maybe it was from the game last night. One of the, I, I don't know. It was somebody I thought, man, this guy is—he's excellent. Um, you know, of course, you have your 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 kickers who are consistent over time, mm-hmm. like you know, great like Tucker and Boz. But some of these other kickers, they're out there really doing some things, man. Yeah, uh, I saw that, and people are like oh, that's better than um. You know, Justin Tucker. I'm like, yeah, that's like to to be in that class, to be, you know, same people putting you in the same sentence as Justin Tucker. Uh, that's impressive. And, but like like you said, Tucker does it consistently. Boswell does it consistently. A lot of these kickers, it's they do it occasionally. But two 59 yarders in like the same game, nuts. That's one thing that's kind of discer- discerning is it's it's the, the Cowboys are actually really building a nice team. I know. There. I hate it. I don't. And I hate to yeah. see it. And Dak you know? is playing. Dak is playing at an MVP yeah, level too. I don't. Really I good. keep seeing all that talk, and I'm trying to say no, no. But the more you look at what he's done, oh, I yeah. hate it. I hate it. Just but hope, Mike, hope but Michael Parsons is on the team, so I'm okay with that. Just hope for another playoff collapse. Yeah, that's all we can do. That's all we can do. <laughs> because when they were good in the early nineties, it, it was it was very hard to watch. Just because yeah. you hate the Cowboys and uh-huh. they were, you know, they just never lost. I also uh do want to mention the San Francisco 49ers this weekend became the first team to clinch a playoff spot. They are in the playoffs, if there was gonna be any surprise. Um mm, uh, here's one. If anybody was wondering, some of you may know, some of you may not, but I did I I, I I found out what the deal was last night with the two football games at the same exact time on Monday night. ESPN was hoping to bring the Sunday environment of many games unfolding simultaneously to the primetime stage. No. And thus engage additional fan bases was the purpose for these two Monday night games at the exact same time. Um, I don't dig that. I I don't like that explanation. Neither do I. Um, Monday night is special. That's like for those two teams. It's a reward for basically, hell, you played your your teams, you know, played well last year, or you're a team on the rise. Like we're recognizing you as a team that should be on the prime time. And to have to have to share that, I, I don't like that. You know, that's and people are gonna watch the Monday night game anyway because it's Monday night football. People tune right. in. They don't care who's playing, it's Monday night. 
Thursday night, no one's people aren't going to tune in unless it's like their team or your degenerate gambler. But Monday night football is where it's at. Um, I, I don't like it. Mike, the Dolphins were up 15 points with four minutes left in this football game. Choke, choke. Uh, so, I mean, they were two and great games. If, if you were, you know, they, they are, they're trying to build, they're trying to grow the, the league, of course. They're trying to grow fan bases. And, you know, they're, they're, mm-hmm. they're hitting many different areas this year. And uh, I, I thought they were both great games, but I, I, I agree with you 100%. Monday night is a special thing. It's something that since day one, it was made for, as you said, those two teams. <laughs> If you want to uh, make multiple games on Saturday, which they do, you know, have, have at it. If you want to do mm-hmm. multiple Thursday, whatever you want to do, I don't think that you can uh, – maybe over over a period of time, but with yeah. the generations who are football fans right now and have been NFL fans for, for their life, it's going to be a hard yeah. thing to adjust. And, it, and also because, Mike, you're it's, it's the same exact time. Yeah. Like uh, when know, they do the weekend, like the Monday night kickoff on week one, they're staggered starts. Right. I, I I could deal they go with on the at the same starts. time, but they're staggered starts. I don't so you love it. Yeah, but I could deal with that better yeah. because I mean, you know, you're you're scoreboard watching, and what's, yeah. what's the sense of that? I mean, I, I I could I could I don't know. Not a big fan. Yeah. If I'm gonna have two games to watch, I want to be able to watch two games. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Uh, excuse me. Uh, what else do we got? Damar Hamlin was 2023's most Googled person, guys. Damar Hamlin <laughs> from the Buffalo Bills, from uh, the University of Pittsburgh, and from McKees Rocks right down the river here, was uh, the 2023's most Googled person. You know what? <laughs> to beat like someone in the port industry, well done, sir. Yeah, man. Do you figure, I, I don't know the stats, but I'm just going to say off the top of my head, you would think like something uh, having to deal with the porn industry. Or porn industry would be the most Googled, and to beat the porn industry, that takes power. Yeah. And all you have to do is die on the field and be brought back to life. And not anybody could beat the, you know, just beat the porn industry. No, no. You have to have something tragic happen to you. I beat the porn industry. Oh, wait. Or two. I'd be off to the porn industry. (laughs) Uh, Here is your results. Everybody was talking. Everybody's talking about this Viking Raider game, Mike. Yes, Viking Raiders you in the you NFL. Viking Raiders. In the NFL, not the WWE, the Viking Raiders game. Here is the drive chart for the game, everybody. Sit back, relax, and take it in. This is every drive and possession of the game. The oh, Raiders goodness. started off the game. <laughs> punt. Vikings punt. Raiders punt. Vikings punt. Raiders punt. Vikings missed field goal. <laughs> Raiders punt. Vikings punt. Halftime. Vikings punt. Raiders fumble. Vikings punt. Raiders punt. Vikings punt. Raiders punt. Vikings punt. Raiders punt. Vikings punt. Raiders punt. Vikings field goal. Raiders interception. Vikings punt. Raiders fumble. This is almost unreal to me. And people have the nerve, the maybe they just have good defenses (laughs) to attack a Matt Canada offense. At least it puts up thirteen points a game. And I gotta say this, Kenny had his his best game offensively against the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. You I know? was going back through looking at stats before the game before the show. I'm like, hey, pretty good game against the Raiders. So, you know, it doesn't like these two teams have amazing defenses. No. And the Vikings looked like a semi decent team two weeks ago. Yeah. 
with the scoring and the dogs, uh-huh. and Justin Jefferson, and I, I, I don't get it. I, I don't I, understand. I wish I don't. I don't. I don't know if I could have sat through this, but you know, oh, I wish God, I would. No. I, I, no, I, that's the game. Like, if I was a fan of either of those teams, I don't know if I could have sat there and watched that. Mm. There was a game back in 1992. I remember watching it was a 6 3 Steelers winner of the Vikings. And it was the same kind of thing. And I, I remember mm-hmm. just thinking it was uh, Green, Dennis Green, and it was Cowers' rookie season with the Steelers. And, and I remember it was that same kind of game. And I thought, is anybody even going to score anything? Yeah. Six three, we ended up beating Minnesota that season. Like, that that's just a comedy of errors in that game. That's when like you can't do anything right. Like you, neither team could capitalize off of turnovers. Like, come on now. Yeah, I mean, nobody. Come on, God. Nobody that, that, that's like, war- come on. We 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 saw better games in the USFL. Uh, you're right. Uh, Central that's Catholic- just one of those. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. Go ahead, man. I was going to say, that's one of those games where both teams are like, eh, shit happens. You just move on from it. Right. <laughs> you burn the game, Phil. We ain't watching that, coach. Uh, Central Catholic, of course, a uh, big, big high school football team from Pittsburgh. As a matter of fact, they're the team that's usually in the 6A championship uh-huh. instead of North Allegheny. Central Catholic teammates reunited after the Indianapolis-Cincinnati game where uh, Indianapolis defensive back Rodney Thomas and, C- and Cincinnati's long snapper – Cal Adomitus. <laughs> now, these two guys were teammates in high mm. school, and it was cool because they did get to, um, you know, meet in the middle of the field after the Cincinnati Bengals and Indianapolis Colts game and exchanged jerseys. But, uh, you know, again, more more from the people more from that this come area, from, man, from the Western Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh area. They're, they're sprinkled all through the league. I mean, if like, you look around. Yeah. You know, you always know the big names, but if you look around, there's a lot more than you, than oh, you know. Yeah. Like people like to talk about, you know, all Texas, Florida, California, the big hotbeds for pros. Right. Western PA, man, we've been, you know, putting them out since, my God, the beginning of the NFL. Absolutely, man. Joe Namath, baby. Yeah, Broadway Joe. Uh, the Jets, boy. That what You know, that's Zach Wilson. He he he's th- played a great game. Yeah, I I think he told I don't know if it's like a, I think he told one of his teammates because the teammates said it to the media. He's like, Zach, literally went out there. He goes, you know what? I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna play like I don't give a fuck because what are they gonna do? Bench me again? He went yeah. out there and played with zero. <laughs> he played carefree, and look what happened. He played a hell of a game. More quarterbacks need to just go out there and be like, I'm going to play the way. I need to play to succeed. If you bench me, oh well, fuck it. You know, I heard it say. Now this is this is a real from from the real sources. Like in the huddle, I heard that uh, Zach Wilson gets in there and he gets real tight with the guys. He called him in. You know th- this really happened. Uh-huh. And, and they lean in and he goes, "Hey, I tell you what, if we win, I won't do your mom's tonight." <laughs> <laughs> and it ended up being the greatest it, performance by you know, all those guys were like oh zach you ain't touching ain't my, mama. my mom and, and the thing uh-uh. is they know he's, he's a you know he does they're, this yeah they're like you know white devil you're staying away from my mama that's right <laughs> <laughs> but then but, like uh, real quick like i was listening to the radio and and ben was talking you know like he, he thinks you know like there's coaches in like Kenny's ear saying, "Hey, you know, play it safe, play it safe." Right. And they asked him, "Hey, did did they ever tell you that?" He's like, "They told me. <laughs> did I listen?" <laughs> That's a different story. Sometimes uh, you, he's like, "You just have to go out there and play your game." Gotta love number seven, man. You know it. 
That that uh, come on. He he he's uh he he he's the guy from our our generation. You know yeah. what I mean? And we we weren't born. We weren't we weren't there to see the seventies. Us no, guys uh-uh. in our uh you know and he's our he's our guy. Big yeah. Ben will you know I mean he's our guy. Guys, uh, let's go to Pitt. I want to talk about this Cade Bell briefly. I brought him up yesterday. Yeah. So the Pitt Panthers hired him. Let's talk about some of the accolades that he has. Um, the the term that uh, Pat Narduzzi used to describe him says, Pitt, well, we hired a crazy successful OC Cade Bell from the Western Carolina uh, team. He was the offensive coordinator and quarterback coach down there. <laughs> These are his uh, numbers and things that he was able to accomplish as okay. the offensive coordinator. They had the first total offense, first in total offense, first in scoring, first in rushing, first in passing, first in passing efficiency, first in first down, first in third down efficiency, first in red zone, and this team broke the WCU total yards record um, plus the t- passing TD records. Ooh. Uh, Western Carolina. I mean, if this team is doing this, I, I have to think that this guy has, uh, you know, he might know what he's doing, Mike. Yeah. Um, like in college, more than in the pros, man, schemes matter. And if he can bring that scheme up to pit, uh, they have weapons on the team. Like I said yesterday, man, they just need to find a quarterback who can run that oh, system. They just can't ever get that quarterback. Why don't <laughs> maybe one of these Ohio State guys are bailing on the on Buckeyes? Yeah. Like that McCord, he you know his name landed on in, transfer uh, portal. Yeah, yeah. His name like Derpy's right. They they gotta scour that transfer portal. Do better than they did last year, Jerkovich. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, maybe they lived and they learned with Jerkovich. Hopefully, but they, I, did, you, they just need to not let that spoil them on the portal. You know, just you need to yeah, exactly. You need a quarterback in college, and I you know, and I I'm known for saying this over and over and over and over and over and over. Every college football team that you ever see or ever seen that's been successful had a good quarterback you can't yeah. not have a quarterback like Pitt, for example this past you can't go in with these guys expecting uh-uh. to have a good year these guys are bums they're bums yeah and you have to go out there and find that guy and uh you know that that would play part to your your scouting your uh, things like this so you know guys bring pull it together you have your offensive coordinator now you're happy i'm happy you just got to go get a quarterback. Somebody, and, and the thing is, you're not asking for the guy to throw a million yards. You're just asking for a guy that could play that position well. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's that's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Kenny wasn't the best quarterback in the world, but he he was a good quarterback and he did the job. Yeah. This is what you're looking for. You're not, you know, you're never gonna find, uh, you know, the Joe Montana every year. You're never gonna find. Mm-mm. It's just not gonna happen. No. And, um. And in today's football, you don't have the time to wait for a quarterback to develop like the way no. Kenny did. You know, it took him five years to get to that point. Exactly. I'm not saying that as a knock to him, but like you, you, you can't have that wait anymore. You have to be good. Or guess what? We're going out into the portal and we're getting someone who's ready to play right now. I agree. Yeah, we're going to get a backup quarterback who was a four-star recruit who can't crack the lineup, and he's going to come in and take his job. So you That's better thing, be. Able there's to so many of these well. guys out there because yeah. the guys, you know, the, these top guys you know they take up these top schools so the yeah. guys that are just lower than that yeah they kind of get put in that position now do i want to play yeah on a team like Pitt, maybe or do i want to stand on the sideline behind a quarterback that's really yeah. really good and possibly yeah. win a championship or whatever uh-huh. uh you know we have to find that guy that's the guy you got yeah. to go out and find do i want to be the third stringer at ohio state or do i want to go start at Pitt? exactly you know you never know when your chance is going to come at ohio state if, if it will come if because it, they they rotate in five-star quarterbacks year after year it feels like you know that's what they have to find find that guy who's discontent with you know broken promises 
Pittsburgh Penguins back in action tonight, Mike. The Penguins host the Coyotes. Coyotes coming with a 13-12-2 record. The Penguins with an 11-12-3 record. That game is tonight at 7 p.m. The big question is, are we going to be able to find that power play, Mike? Uh, I'm going to go no. Uh, it hasn't happened yet. Huh? It hasn't happened yet. They've had how many days off to try and figure this out. Um, Mike Sullivan did get the uh, dreaded vote of confidence from the GM. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, I don't know. They, there, there's some movement. There's been talk about maybe uh, bringing back Kessel. And oh, I, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind like because it. he's a power. He knows how to work on the power play. Right. And for me, that I would, I would love that. Or Mario, get your back in shape. Stand <laughs> on the left half wall and direct that power play. <laughs> and a nice uh, or the right half wall. I think that was last side. Yeah, just, just stand how in the spot. Work the other the night, Mike, and they had a nice, um, a nice show for Horny. They had uh, Horn. Yeah, uh, Patrick Hornquist was in the house. <laughs> It was really cool, man. I hear a lot of the yeah. guys talking about him, and uh, it, it was yeah. nice. It was nice. Talk, it would... He was he was like the heart and soul of that team. Man. Oh man, he would just we uh, need a we need a we need a horny. We need somebody we like need this. A horny. Like just hearing stories of like people of the guys saying like on those cup runs, like how battered his body was, just black and blue all over, because he just goes stand in front of the net. That's what that's what being a man is. He's a man. Yeah, you know? he's he's, he's a man's man. Yeah. When people say, "Oh, I'm an alpha male." No, you're not. Look at Patrick Cornquist. No. Yeah, Patrick that, that goofy looking smile. That go- his perfect yeah, hair. That little goofy redheaded uh, comb over. Yeah, and he would just stand there and get his ass beat, and then smile at people. I loved it. I love. I, I love. Yeah, like I, I see. Uh, like Haglin made it into town for the celebration. Yeah, well, for the ceremony. Yeah, a lot of guys. Yeah. A lot of guys were in. Uh, Mike, this I, I, a friend of mine sent this to me. I don't know this to be true. I, I didn't see it, but I, I I can't say that's not true either. Tell me if this is correct. Otani to the first sixty-eight million per year will earn two million per year in, uh-huh. 10, in the ten-year deal with the Dodgers, and will get paid the remainder of the deal between twenty thirty-four and twenty forty-three. It sounds basically like something to reconstruct his contract, so the Dodgers basically don't go bankrupt in the meantime. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, this so, is true. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, 2043. It's He's there's like a, a yeah, Bobby Bo, another, another exactly. Bobby, Bobby Bo was the original man, but yeah, there is a loophole in there you can defer an unlimited amount of money. Wow, and they found a guy who was like, fuck Yeah. And he's I'll only getting that. he's only getting paid two million dollars a year, which uh, is a lot to you know guys like us. Yeah. But in the baseball but, world, that isn't much. Of... And baseball contracts are guaranteed, I believe. So he's yeah. even if he gets hurt, he's guaranteed money coming in, and that that's smart, man. That's just generational wealth right there. Well, he is the best baseball player, in my opinion, maybe in the history of the game. Pay yeah. the guy like he is because uh, you know yeah. whether you think the amount is what these guys should be getting paid or whatnot, he deserves whatever the top yeah. is. I have never seen yeah. anybody in my life or heard of anybody that has you know, the talent I, he I, has. Yeah, I have no problem with athletes getting paid what they can get paid. They they bring how much money in revenue right. to justify that salary. So you know, and that's why the thing, if, the, if that's what the, the going rate is in the business and the companies, yeah. and you know, if you're making forty bucks an hour, and uh-huh. who am I to to say that that's not yeah. uh, fair because that is what they're paying you? Yeah. So I agree, Mike. I like this guy. I like Otani. He's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Now he's in the National League. He probably didn't even have to change locations. He went from one LA team to another. Yeah, but he will be in a National League for the next decade, and we'll be seeing our share of him here in Pittsburgh. So that'll be fun to get up there and check out Otani. 
and, and uh, he probably won't win anything because the Dodgers, they're like the anti-Yankees. They spend all this money and no championships to, to show Ain't for it, it feels truth. like. Mike, why don't you go and tell everybody about the website? Oh, my God. The fastest hour of the day. Always. Yeah. It's my love life. Uh, the two dumb The number two D-U-M-Y-I-N-Z-R-S.com. I heard you chuckle, Derpy. Uh, yeah, head on over there. All of our socials. Socials links are over there our link to spotify is over there the merch store is over there and the blog is over there as well maybe maybe i'll maybe there'll be a blog post about joe flacco coming up there you go all right maybe maybe, maybe not i don't know maybe, maybe, maybe go check it out everybody maybe a blog post about derpy.com www.2dumbusers.com i got something special planned for derpy is the is the year rounds out so don't don't spoil them at this point because i I have something special for him coming up a little bit later this year. But that's all I'm going to say. So, guys, we are going to talk. We're going to do a Indianapolis Colts trivia question again today. Of course, this is who the Steelers play on Saturday. That's right. It's a Saturday game along with two other football games. But today, we're going to talk about the Indianapolis Colts and this trivia. Guys, are you ready? I am ready. All right, here we go. Which Colts quarterback set an NFL record with four consecutive games with at least 120 passer rating. Which Colts quarterback set an NFL record with four consecutive games with at least a 120 passer rating? Take a minute to think that over, fellas. If you'd like choices, I'll certainly give them to you. But we are, we're live, everybody, five days a week right here from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. If you can't catch the show, or maybe you'd rather just listen to the show, we upload the brand new show that we do live every single day over on Spotify at 8 o'clock p.m. in podcast form. If you're at the gym, you're in the car, you're just away, and now uh, you want to listen to us, you could always go over to Spotify. The brand new show is up every single day at 8 p.m. Go check it out. All right, guys. The question of the day is this. Of course, it's a Colts question. Which Colts quarterback set an NFL record with four consecutive games with at least a 120 passer rating? Would either of you like the choices? As if the choices would change for any Indianapolis Colts quarterback question, you're generally always going to get the same guys, but I can give you the choices. Give me choices. All right. Choices. Derby, do you want... All right. Is it A, Andrew Luck, B, Johnny Unitas, C, Earl Morrell, or D, Peyton Manning, guys. Again, I'm looking for the quarterback who set the NFL record for four consecutive games with at least 120 passer rating. Andrew Luck, Johnny Unitas, Earl Morrell, and Peyton Manning. I'm going to start with Mike today. Mike, who was the quarterback that set this record? Um, Let's see. On the board, Brian is saying Johnny U. Um, Why am I not getting anything on the board? Mike? It just I, popped up. It just popped okay. up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, you know what? Screw it. I'll go with Johnny Unitas. All right, Johnny Unitas. Is that your final answer? Fuck it. Why not? Hell yeah. All right, let me lock you in. Uh, Brian on the board to say Johnny Unitas. Derpy, which Colts quarterback set the NFL record with four consecutive games at a, with at least a 120 passer rating? Was it A, Andrew Luck? B, Johnny Unitas, like the guys are saying? C, Earl Morrell? Or D, Peyton Manning. Who do you think? I'm going to play it safe. Okay. Johnny Unitas. Johnny Unitas. So you're saying that all everybody's saying that he is the guy that set this record. Let me lock yeah. you in, Derpy. 
All right, there you are. Which Colts quarterback set an NFL record with four consecutive games with at least 120 passer ratings? The choices were Luck, Unitas, Morrell, and Manning. Everybody says Johnny Unitas, and everybody is correct. Johnny Unitas is the guy that set that record. Heck yeah. Great job, guys. I just took a uh, guess. I followed the crowd. Yeah, sometimes that's, sometimes that's a smart thing to do, you know? You don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Does that make sense? It sounded right. It sounded right at the moment. Mike, anything before we got ready to, before we get ready to take off? Um, I got nothing. I just I, Saturday can't get here fast enough. I want to watch some Steelers football. Derpy. Don't lose hope on our beloved Steelers. All right. Um, Fair enough. I do want to say first, I do want to say thank everybody for checking us out. We appreciate each and every one of you, as always. We wouldn't do it without you. Uh, my thing of the day is this, guys. I don't know if anybody saw this story in the news. 57-year-old woman enters an MRI machine with a gun, and it goes off and shoots her in the ass. This is where we are. This is where society is. Yes, people. Woman goes into an MIR machine. You've seen these things. For some reason, felt necessary to keep her gun on her. The gun goes off and shoots her in the ass. And there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, uh, that is great. That is I, great. That could have been a whole podcast episode right there, buddy. It really could have. <laughs> After the Steelers no, lose Saturday, that's going to be Monday's episode. You're right. We're come back. The whole show will be changed. Then we're stealing time. You're right. <laughs> Uh, so anything else, guys? Speak oh. now, forever hold your peace. No, no, I can't top that one. I was scouring Twitter for something good. And there's nothing. There's all right. nothing. I, I've heard it all now after that. All right, guys. Well, hey, for the two dumb yinzers, Mike, Derpy, myself, everyone have a great day, and we'll be back uh, first thing tomorrow. See you then. Bye-bye. Yep. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs>